The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw. On today's episode, we're going to be answering a bunch of your questions. We're also going to be talking about a lot of wrestlers potentially going to a lot of different places, including a stardom star, a certain rainmaker, and a mystery signee. We're going to start off with that, Larson. Of course, the wrestling internet is all of us about who the latest AEW signing is is going to be on the latest episode of AEW Unrestricted. That's their podcast, the it official is. AEW podcast. Look, we might be Steven Larson's going in raw WWE and AEW podcast, but we're not the official AEW No, podcast. there's only one official one. That's Unrestricted. That's right. That's right. And, of course, uh, 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 boss Tony Khan commented on the signing saying this, well, I've agreed to terms with one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Someone that's known and respected by virtually I'm doing the anteater character. Remember him? Yeah. <laughs> kinda sound like you kinda sound like Bernie Sanders. Yeah, my typically my Tony Khan is a Bernie Sanders. Anyways, he continues. He says someone that's known and respected by virtually every AEW fan in the world. I cannot wait for this top star to arrive this Saturday in Los Angeles and officially sign their AEW contract at full gear. And it's fitting to do it at one of AEW's greatest events, one of wrestling's greatest events. And at the entertainment capital of the world in one of L.A.'s premium venues, the Forum. I can't wait to bring this star to AEW officially and have this contract signed at full gear. He didn't say in that. He didn't say who that was, Larson. No, he didn't. But we're going to get to who it could and could not be here soon. So, you know, if, I, if I'm reading this correctly, the inference here is, at least that's my read on it, this is someone who's been in AEW or has made appearance in AEW already, just not officially as a member of the AEW roster. Right. This does seem to narrow it down a little bit because the, the tweet the other day could have been open to interpretation. Perhaps somebody who's already in the company that he's like, you know, signing a new deal. I saw yeah. people saying maybe this is MJF yes. having signed an extended deal, but, but this would seem to indicate yeah, obviously, Somebody. MJF has been officially a member of the right. AEW roster for a good number of years already. Since day one. This seems like it's somebody coming in. But who's company. already made appearances in AEW. Yeah, right. Well, that's a lot of people, though. That's a lot yeah, of no, people. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they'll bring anybody in, except if they work for WWE. But I don't think that's Tony Khan's deal. If you work for WWE, you want to show up at AEW, I'm sure Tony Khan would be happy about it. 
That would probably be ecstatic. Yeah. So who is it? Who's it going to be? Who is it? Ooh, ooh. So we speculated plenty on yesterday's Dynamite review. I think we had at least half a dozen names, if not more. Mm. But we could seemingly scratch one name off the list. According mm. to Fightful Select, sources have informed them that Mercedes Monet is mm. not mm. expected to be announced as the latest AEW signing at full okay. view. Right. But well, as far okay. as who it could be, Ooh. Andrew Zarian stated in the latest Matt Men podcast that the following, and this is potentially a huge spoiler, so if you don't want to be spoiled, although this name is one that's been often speculated on, feel free to skip ahead. We won't like hold the, it against yeah, you. Yeah, it was like the most speculated on name. Yeah, I think yeah besides it's like maybe Mercedes, Mercedes and this name, seemingly. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Andrew Zarian was told that. It's your last chance to skip ahead. Anyways, Will Ospreay. Oh, will bruv, skip ahead. Don't spoil this, bruv. Be announced as being all lead at full gear. That's what Zarian had to say. These transcripts come courtesy of Larson. So I knew this announcement was coming. So it's interesting how I get information. Sometimes I get it perfectly put together, and sometimes I get it in pieces. I initially thought the announcement, the way it was worded to me, was coming on Wednesday. Then I reread it, I messaged everybody and, could, and confirmed this. In full disclosure, I messaged Sean, Dave, I messaged Brian, the regulars. I'm like, can I confirm something with you? This is what I'm hearing, and nobody had heard what I had heard. And then I got pretty solid confirmation of who it could be. It could be anything. It could be a swerve. But I put my tweet out, and if you want to go see it, you can go see it. So I'll pause here. Zarian had a tweet of a bird with a fish in his mm-hmm. claws. Mm. I'm not a, a, a bird es- expert. When I saw that, I thought, is that an osprey? Anyways. Mm. Uh, Andrew Zarian continues. Says, uh, if you don't, there are only a couple of people. It's not going to be a WB person because they're still under contract until December. A lot of people assumed it was Dolph. Dolph I could see being there. It's not Dolph. It's only two names, really. I don't know if Matt Riddle's contract expires, but that'd be interesting. There's only two names it could be, and I don't think it's Mercedes. I was told Will Ospreay. Mm. Now, that is a big deal because WWE was actively pursuing him. He is the wrestler of the year. Nobody's put on this level of matches. You know, I can think of Omega's run in 2017. I think the level of great matches that could be possible. Uh, The other thing I'm thinking is Ronda Rousey. Last night did some cool business with Athena. Tony's exact words were respected by virtually all AEW fans, alluding to someone who was already on AEW TV before, which means Ospreay. So, Zarian's heard from source or sources, Osprey. But he admits mm-hmm. here, it could be a swerve. Yeah, so, could be could be swerve. He's already with the company, though. I mean, that's that's yeah. actually a joke they made on the show, too. Oh, I'm unoriginal. So, well, well whatever. Uh, anyways, uh, I do appreciate. I like sometimes understanding, because look, man, we're just a couple of dudes. We're a couple of fans. Larson, I ain't yeah. texting. The only person I ever text is you and dope NBA memes. Same. That being said, it's always interesting uh, to me to hear, you know, he says, sometimes I get information perfectly put together and sometimes I get it in pieces, much like in my mind, Batman and the Riddler. Yes. You know, it's like there's a little little thumb drive and then like a URL and he has to figure out Spanish. So, um, yeah, Osprey, uh, you know, disappointed in me. E-Drone wants to see him in WWE, but good for him if this is what he wants to do and continue to work with New Japan. AEW seems to make well, a lot of sense. Well, I think that might be a major part of it. You know, I'm not in the head of Will Osprey. Um, You're not on my noggin, are you? No, no, bro. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I think he's recently said that he wants to, he's worked in an impact ring. He works wants to work in a TNA ring. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. He apparently is a huge TNA fan. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> You know, and if if you want to have some options available to you and still work for a major wrestling promotion, especially in the states, mm-hmm. AEW is really your only option. You sign with WWE, you work for WWE, and that's it. If you want to be on the Warner Brothers Discovery Networks and Axis, AEW is where you can do hey, that. I saw a thing the recently that uh, uh Comcast Xfinity is bringing Access on the 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 the, the whoa one of the channels, so we can like actually a, maybe watch a, uh, a TNA. On cable yeah. television. Is it going to be like in their basic uh, uh, lineup of that channels? That I don't know, dude. Mm, okay. More, more to look into, that. I guess. More to look so, into. Yeah. Uh, it was you kind know, of, what would you, you make of this? When Meltzer was talking about this, uh, he had said, you know, one thing that AEW can offer Will Ospreay is a world championship. I mean, well, it's a world championship match at Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, WWE has two of those, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, doing it at Wembley. Who knows if WWE is going to go back uh, anytime soon to yeah. London. But, much, uh, less, much less at Wembley Stadium, you know. 
Right, yeah. Will Ospreay, he liked Wembley so much, he tattooed an incorrect number of people in attendance on his, like, Well, it was reported initially correct number, but... I know, and then he said he regretted it. He's like, I don't know why I did this. It's a different number now. They're saying it's not 81,000. <laughs> Bro. He can, he can get that. You probably get that covered up with the correct number. Yeah, I've seen, uh, yeah, or just, like, something cool, you know, yeah. like an Osprey or, like, you know, a fish. Yeah, an Empire uh, uh, a logo or something. Right, exactly, or Jeff Cobb. Sure, yeah. <laughs> got great Jeff O'Conn. Cobb tattoo. Like my great O'Conn tattoo. <laughs> great O'Conn getting a massage <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> or an AEW World Championship tattoo. You know? Oh, my goodness, around, around his entire waist. I think there's a lot of cool things that AEW can do with Osprey. Man, I'm yeah. going to bring this up later when we do the questions. Remind me to bring up a thing when we get to questions, Larson, because one of the friendos tweeted at me last night with an interesting scenario, and then it got my brain rolling. I love when the friendos, you know, they involve Will Osprey. Uh, no, but it could tangentially, kind of. Why not bring it's, it up now? Since so we don't. Well, it doesn't up. involve Will Osprey. It's it's like a fantasy booking for the devil stuff. All right, well, you already brought it up, so let's talk about it. Okay, don't forget. Fine, fine. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, so we've been talking about we've been talking about the AW devil and who it could be, right? Yeah. You and I both think it's Adam Cole. Obviously. Right. But what if there's like a little bit more to it than that? What if? Because so this is this is what this is what the friendo said. I'm going to bring up this tweet. All right, on as LA Knight calls it X. Right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see if I can actually find the darn thing. Um. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is from uh, this is from a fella named Jimmy. Uh, at J Four Eyes, E Y E Z. He says, I reckon this devil mask story is going to turn out to be Bullet Club Gold and the elite becoming actual Bullet Club. I reckon Hangman will turn heel. The Bucks already are. Kenny will turn on Jericho. Cole definitely is the devil. And then we have uh, this. And it's it's a little clip of Jay White. And one thing that he's been saying a lot of, I'm going to be a real elite champion. I'm going to put the elite back in this. What do the Young Bucks keep on telling Kenny Omega? Yeah. We want to bring the elite back, right? Yeah. And at first I was like, nah, I don't think they'd do that. But then I was thinking, like, what does AEW sort of lack right now? They lack that big buzz thing, right? Yeah. Like yeah. the big cool factor. Yeah. And I don't know that this would be it necessarily. I don't know that or people might look at this at like NWO 2000. Yeah. But 
Could you imagine, given that we always complain about the fact that WWE had so many Bullet Club members and they never really did anything with that? AEW at this point has Kenny, the Bucks, Jay White. They got the guns. They got Juice. They've got um, Adam Cole. And they got Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Right? What if, especially because there's a whole other Bullet Club in Japan, like Bullet Club Prime or whatever they're yeah. calling that now. And then there's House of Torture, too. And there's House of Torture. Are they their own thing now, or are they still part of Bullet Club? Do we Honestly, know? I don't know. We don't pay attention. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but if by the end of like Full Gear or something, you've got like this new Bullet Club thing going on, and I know I like they. I don't know if they do it then because you need the devil reveal, and that's not going to happen soon if it's Cole, right? Yeah. But let's say early next year when Cole's able to come back, and they put together their version of Bullet Club, which is Kenny, the Bucks, Jay, you know, Bullet Club Gold, and Adam Cole, and they're running around with Bullet Club shirts on. You could do some crossover stuff with New Japan, but also they can get on the mic as like bad guys and say, we ran one cancer out of here, CM Punk. People will not be happy about that, or people would be happy about that because it's like controversial, right? Yeah. And there's this other guy, MJF, who keeps on teasing going to all other company. Like, we built this place, and this guy's doing nothing but talking about, oh, where am I going to go? Whoever's going to give me the most money. And so then you got the odds stacked up extra against MJF. Maybe they do take the title off him and put him in Bullet Club, like on Jay White or somebody. Mm-hmm. And you got MJF with the odds stacked against him. Maybe Samoa Joe doesn't like the the, the new Bullet Club, so he sort of has, like, you know, a, a face turn while still being the badass mojo because the yep. odds are stacked against him. A guy like Swerve could even turn kind of face-ish. If Hangman does turn and joins Bullet Club, there's a lot of really kind of cool things you could do with that. Or people might be like, nah, this Bullet Club jumped a shark already because it doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, to get people talking, I mean, it's been a while since Bullet Club has been relevant. You know, the topic du jour in the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you if you if you bring back, I mean, they kind of did a bit of a reunion when Kenny was 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 the the, the belt collector because it was him and mm-hmm. the Bucks. And, yeah, yeah, and they Good did. Brothers, sure, you know, and yeah, Gals and Anderson, yeah. So, but it wasn't like a full fledged thing, I don't think. Right. Um. So, and yeah, Wardlow was, too. I was thinking, I was like, if the yeah. big man is Wardlow, that could be kind of cool for him. Wardlow yeah. in a Bullet Club shirt, yeah. I could see it, maybe. Yeah. You know, and there's some motivation there. I was like, at first I was sort of dismissive of the idea, but then I was thinking, I was like, oh, wait a second. That could be kind of cool, maybe. I mean, the only, the only, here's the only thing about it, I guess. Well, I guess it could still work um, if it's the the Young Bucks, Hangman, Kenny would be, the, yeah, they'd have to be, well, I guess, the Young Bucks, Hangman, and Warlow, they have to be the four backstage attacking the Acclaim because all the well, members of Bullet Club yeah. Gold were out in the arena when that happened. Okay, so that would be the big thing, right? Like, that's what I was thinking when I was laying there at night. I was like, well, wait a second. They attacked Jay White. Like, if it's, if it's, but I, I'm, and I was trying to remember in my head, like, exactly how much of the attack was actually seen and if it could have been like a swerve. It you know how they do that sometimes. Where it could, yeah, it could be, yeah. Because that's what I thought initially before, when I heard that the Acclaim got attacked before I watched the show that week mm-hmm. on Dynamite. I thought, oh, this is something Bullet Club's gold is behind to 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 take out the Acclaim so they can't help MJF, but also to take, you know, uh, maybe the heat off themselves. The other but. thing I was thinking of is like they just brought in officially, although he signed in July, Kota Ibushi. They just started revving up this Golden Lovers thing. and But then maybe the story can be told there with Kenny Omega being yeah. sort of torn between the you know the two yeah. worlds, which they've done before. They've yeah. done that story before and they could revisit that story. Yeah. And maybe they could that could lead to Kenny versus Kota Ibushi at Wembley, which he always wanted to say, I want to do this match in front of the biggest possible crowd. And that ain't going to be WWE at this point. I mean, Kenny's probably on his last contract. Yeah, his last full-time contract, that's for sure. Um, but I think there are some possibilities there, and especially with MJF sort of being this man on his own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think there's something that could really work there. You just have to square why they attacked Jay White in the first place. But if you're looking at just the four guys that are there, hell, two of them could be the Young Bucks. Yeah, you know, it could be Wardlow, Young Bucks, and pff, I don't know, Kenny or something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I think there is something to be said there, and. You know, I was thinking about it also. 
Tony Khan has sometimes been at his best when he takes an idea that's sort of been done before, but then he tries to do it in a way that doesn't that doesn't feel like lost potential because we saw that so much like with the NWO. There's a lot of good stuff in the NWO, but then in the end it sort of fizzled out. Yeah. Um, a lot of the stuff in WWE where it's like, okay, he brought over Malachi Black and tried to make the most out of him, even though even that's kind of fizzled out. Yeah. The idea is, is using familiar ideas, but trying to either put a different spin on them or just trying to do them cooler to their fullest potential. Yeah, yeah. And this could be like, you know, a Bullet Club Civil War slash an NWO thing yeah. where they try to do it to its fullest potential. Yeah, that could be. That could be. I mean, you can even have the Young Bucks join. At least start with that. Mm-hmm. So you have the Young Bucks, Wardlow, and maybe it is Jack Perry. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As the four attackers, um, and then and then if Jericho eventually, or I mean, they're gonna have they're gonna split probably Jericho and Kenny, so they can't team anymore. So that mm-hmm. gonna lead Kenny to gravitate even more towards Kota Bushi now that he's officially all elite. You can do the story with Kenny and Kota Bushi going up against the Young Bucks, and then the Greater Bullet Club Gold. But then also you got Hangman who's gonna try to be wooed by them to join as well. Yeah, yeah, and and you know. Uh, whether he's going to be susceptible to the that, that recruitment effort or not, that could be interesting. Not in that, Hang- maybe not initially joining at first, but there's probably more interesting stories being told with the Young Bucks joining Bullet Club now and them trying to bring the elite with them. What if they try to recruit Hangman and in in his stead Swerve joins instead, and Hangman's on you know left out and and then and then you can tell all sorts of stories with Swerve and his ambitions. Mm-hmm. You know, tell me like a Swerve Bullet Club shirt wouldn't fucking be awesome oh, man and you think new japan be on board because like they're just getting all that royalty merch from the friggin' all the royalties from the bullet club shirts which could skyrocket in the sales again if they do this right i know get those shirts back in hot topic yeah but i say this now and it's like not gonna happen yeah i know that's gonna happen this could be adam cole but but all of jay well no i think it still could be adam cole but i don't think yeah. they do the bullet club thing again but jay white con- consistently saying I'm going to be elite again and the young bucks using that same term hey let's be the elite again it's like Maybe there's some fire there. Maybe, maybe there's some maybe, fire there. Maybe maybe there could we'll be. We'll do a half-ass version. Another issue I could see with that is how Jay White and Adam Cole could coexist as leaders. Oh, no, that's the thing also is you have Jay White, you've got Adam Cole, but they've been friends before in the past, but yeah. then they also had the, yeah, I think, the, the, match, the four-way. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, so, like, there'd be a power struggle there. Who kn- If Kenny did join, he's been a Bullet Club leader as well. Yep, yep. So, like... And then if you introduce an element like Swerve, it's like, well, there's going to be a lot of ambition in that group, which, you know, also kind of echoes the NWO back in the day, how there was always a power struggle there as well. And it's like, yes, they'd have to square that, but you can do that with a really cool story. You know, Mm -hmm. they can Mm -hmm. try to establish like Judgment Day. There's no leaders here, but there's going to be people who want to be leaders of this, you know? yeah. 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 So. I don't know. I think there's some there's definitely some cool ideas there. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be the case, but it could be kind of cool. And it could be the thing where it's like it gets people talking because that's what AEW kind of needs right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, they hey, they've got they have got some good stories going on mm-hmm. in certain aspects. I do think they need to work on consistency and play, letting the stuff play out long term. Yeah. But they have some yeah. people obviously eager to tell some stories. And 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 it's been you know the last couple of weeks, I think, have looked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, regardless, wherever it's going to go, it's going to go. Yep. Quick reminder as well. While we're, uh, while we're, uh, sitting here, we're not doing this live. We usually record these on Friday mornings, so I can't yell at people for not hitting that like button. Well, you can't. They just, there's just not the immediate response that you would get. I don't, I don't know what the likes are at right now. So I'm just going to ask the people, you know, Hey, do us a solid, do us a favor, hit that thumbs up because it really helps our confidence as individuals. Yeah. You know, we don't want to be low confidence guys. We want to be high confidence high guys. High confidence guys. Yes. And the more likes we get, we inch closer and closer to pure arrogance. So help us get to pure arrogance. Please. By hitting that like button. We like a lot of likes. And if you don't hit the like button, what's your problem? If like 10,000 people watch this and we're like at 300 likes, that's a little weird. Yeah. Let's get up to like 50%. Let's get to 5,000 likes yeah, on this video. I don't, I don't see there any, why there's any reason why that's not possible. Right, There's something exactly. else that's concerning. I'm looking at our, 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 our stats here for Stephen Larson's going and raw at WB and AEW data. Let me bring up the data. And then the last 28 days on subscribers, it's got a rather disappointing number there. Looks like a donut. It does. 
It's it's a zero. Which can't. Oh, be I thought possible. it was a letter O. Dang oh, it's it! O. It's, you're right. It's a zero. It's, it's not like the letter it's O. It's like over the over the limit. We've reached the, the, <laughs> over the subscriber limit for the month. Yeah, exactly. That's what it must be. It's oh my gosh, that's a lot of subscribers. Let's turn that know. around though. We're trying to get to 198,891 yeah. subs by the end of the year. We got a ways to go at this juncture. Yeah, man. Over 600 to go. Please, if you could. Yeah, man. It seems like on. our pleas for subs are driving people away, making people unsub. Nonetheless. I don't know how else to do this. Yeah, you could man. hit that subscribe button if you haven't. Hit, hit that notify button, bell man. to get notified of new content. We do at least five shows a week here. Um, yeah. So that would be that would be really great if you could do that. Please and thank you. Absolutely. Uh, and I know we also have, of course, uh, coming up this weekend, Full Gear. It's the start of Week of Champions 3. It's the big predictions challenge. Of course, we're going to be doing our live reactions to Full Gear, for so please join us for that. And you'll know when we go live, when you, if you hit the subscribe button and the notify bell, uh, probably be around 4.30 because we're going to do some kickoff action with, uh, what's his face, Samoa oh, Joe. Oh, yeah, MJF and, uh, taking on uh, the guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's mystery partner. I don't, even think, I don't even know that it is Samoa Joe, but it's probably going to be Samoa Joe. It's probably going to be Samoa um, Joe. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, uh, so yeah, we got that going on this weekend. Of course, the Big Predictions Challenge. You can participate by going to patreon.com slash demonics. There's a new feature over at Patreon. It's a chat feature. And it's just like this endless chat room uh, where uh, you can, they, they can talk to us. And I, when I say us, I mean me because I've got it loaded up on my phone right here. But I think to a degree, I've got your proxy like a little bit. If people know that it's me, they're going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, you're gonna get you're gonna get on right now. Well, I just I I, I didn't know it was a thing, so I'm just looking at it. I just learned about it. So if you're a patron, oh, there it is at Patreon.com/slash Stephen Larson, uh, you can chat with us. I hop on a couple times a day, proffer up some uh, some some scenarios, some wrestling questions for you guys to discuss in a civilized manner. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you can check that out. Look at that. Uh, also uh, the predictions challenge. Of course, you can join in right now. And participate across the week of champions, which includes full gear and survivor series. Yes. John Hosey is putting his big blue predictions title on the line. Larson's got the ability to cash in, as does Flannelly Dan. And of course, Noah Holt is walking in with a one point advantage, but that could disappear within a match. Yeah. Uh, if he gets something wrong and he put a lot of confidence points on it. Of course, our predictions video is up available right now with the Friendo Club Wrestling Channel. Let's talk about. Kazuchiko Kata oh, coming that, to the please. WWE. Oh, I don't know about that. Anyways, what? Rainmaker. Yeah, Rainmaker's great. So this week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave, Mel- Dave Meltzer mentioned that there has been renewed talk of late within WWE of trying to bring in the Rainmaker, Kazuchiko Okada, is what Dave had to say. Obviously, they've had interest in him for years, but he's always been loyal to New Japan. The pitch is that he's now 36 and he's close with Nakamura, and Nakamura has worked years in WWE and is far easier on his body. Okada is a name always brought up, but there's no indication there's anything new to this other than there's been more talk of late. One thing Melser also points out is that uh, now that Triple H is, is in charge, that uh, uh, he, uh, Melser mentions the Nakamura story of late. To you know, and you can also pinpoint other examples, I'm sure, of of this new creative regime uh, booking Japanese talent better mm-hmm. and yeah, sure. using. You know, these examples, as uh, Melser mentions, as, you know, uh, maybe uh, one way that would it would entice Okada to come over. I think it's, it's a smart move. And it's like, number one, Shinsuke should have always been booked as a star. Yeah. Um, but if, if you want a way to say, hey, you know, things are changing around here 
and you can expect to be treated, you know, as as a featured attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good way to do what they're doing. Damage control right now is a good mm-hmm. way to do it. Obviously, Triple H has always been a big fan of Oscar. She's had yes. a really stellar career. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's funny because you know when when uh, when Kazuchika Okada sort of popped up on our radar, and I think a lot of people, you know, on this side of the planet's radar back in around 2017. Well, he's 36 now. He was 30 then. It was like, oh my god, he's so young. Yeah, <laughs> and he's getting to the point where he's not so young anymore. Yeah. Um. So it will be, and he's done obviously a lot in New Japan. It's basically, done I don't everything. know what. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his, you know, aspirations are beyond, you know, having a career maybe in New Japan that can be undisputedly the best ever. Maybe that's his goal. Um. But uh, I, I, I think it'd almost be almost make the case that he's there now at 36. No, I know, I know. I know. I get it. A um, lot of good talent on the horizon, though, you know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and so I you know, we don't know his goals. We don't know personal what is personally what his goals are. Um, he's been here plenty, you know, with the strong brand uh, and, and, and New Japan running shows here in the States. But uh, the idea of, you know, he's also been dropped on his neck a lot of times. Yep. And uh, there's <laughs> you got to think that there's only so many G1s that a guy can do in his life. And uh, maybe maybe he'd be down to bring, uh, you know, his his style and uh, his, you know, ring psychology, which is like kind of unparalleled. Like that yeah. dude can tell stories in the ring yep. better than a lot of people. Yep. And uh, God, who wouldn't want to see a Seth Rollins? By the way, I saw like a twi- uh, clip on Twitter of Seth Rollins trying to hit a rainmaker on Okada. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, on, on Nakamura. Shinsuke. Yeah. 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 And him ducking it. Um, I'd love I'd love to see that with the WWE production behind him. See what it, that would look like and how they would treat him. I think that could be really really cool. I mean, fuck, maybe that's who Shinsuke's talking about in his in his promos. I don't know when exactly Okada would be able to come over. Yeah, who him. knows? Who knows? It could be years from now. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if he's talking about this now, maybe I don't know. Maybe he's got a contract coming up soon. Yeah, maybe it's after Wrestle Kingdom. I think that's maybe that's the cycle idea. In, in New Japan is. It's post Wrestle Kingdom that contracts come up, so yeah, maybe yeah, that could be maybe. Uh, so uh, a few weeks ago, we heard about uh, uh, WWE also having interest in uh, Julia, a mm-hmm. uh, massive star over at Stardom. Mm-hmm. Um, in the latest newsletter, Melser mentions that Julia apparently has an offer on the table from WWE and adds that Stardom and Rossi Ogawa are aware of it. She's close to Ogawa and did have a verbal agreement to work with him next year. The one thing is that if they sign her. WB, if they sign her to a main roster deal, which starts at $250,000, that is more than she can make in Japan by a wide margin. If they offer an NXT deal, that could easily be matched financially. But Sane and Sky did leave Stardom for NXT deals, and Sane left the main roster deal to come back and work an easy schedule and still made the call to go back to WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, we'll make those Tommaso Ciampa 40000 a year deals. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Her, her presence... Her look, her you know, her wrestling ability, that just screams. Just bring her to main roster right now, man. Unless unless they're trying to do a thing with NXT where they, you know, really try to if if they try to incorporate a little bit of that old school, you know, black and gold where you're bringing in some of like the killer names from uh you know around the world and and, yeah. and bring them in the indie scene and bring them back into NXT. You know, maybe that you do that, but you got to think that. She's going to be in demand, so they're going to have to give her a special NXT deal, not the, you know, not standard, the, not the standard 40K. one. I know, not the champ of forty k. I don't that's, know why I keep saying that. It's so messed up. I'm well, sure it looked like he was living in a box truck. That's why you say the champ deal. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, it was obviously he's wearing the same shirt. You know, pretty much every time we yeah. saw him, it was the faded champa shirt and yeah, the same um, uh, 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 camo uh, cargo mm-hmm. pants. Yeah, and now he got the upgrade, a cool seventy five k. Uh, you know, he's able to get some new ring gear, got a new theme song. Uh, you know, no, I, I prefer the, the 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 box truck look, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm uh, there with more you. Julia he news here. Happy. PW Insider reported today that quote: there was a belief within some in WWE that Julia would be at the Performance Center earlier this week to tour the facility. We are told that Simon Inoki was expected to come in and work as a translator to assist Julia. Uh, it mentions Inoki has done similar work to WWE in the past. As it turns out, Julia was not at the PC this week. One source admitted she was initially expected there this past Wednesday, but was not there. Company sources are insistent in their interest in her for the future. Do they have like a, like a big banner and like a cake and like welcome, welcome. Julia? <laughs> they're, just, 
<laughs> just sitting around. Yeah, it's spelled J U L I A. Oh, gosh. They're, they're just looking around. Where is she? It reminds me of when my kid, my uh, my niece went to a Ben McLemore uh, camp. Yeah. <laughs> for and a they're day. They're all waiting for him to show up, huh? And then they said, hey, we see a car pulling up. Okay, kids, start chanting McLemore. McLemore. <laughs> they started that. And okay, get them to stop. It's not him. <laughs> and he showed up for like 10 minutes towards the end of it. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Anyways, oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah, anyway, so that'd be answer, good. you want to answer some questions, Steve? Yeah, let's answer some questions. That sounds fun. All right, we got one here from DJ Hawk. DJ Hawk. DJ Hawk. Oh, I have that on my phone. I'll spare you the, the air horn, though. DJ asks, so far, Triple H's tenure, what do you think has been the worst booking decision? What's the ball drop? What's the fumble? I was Triple H not manage to do anything with Austin Theory? That's my question. I think I've got a bigger question. Why has he not managed to do much more with Karrion Cross? It's that too. Like, dude, and I'm not just talking about Cross. I'm talking about Scarlet. Yeah. That packaging right there is everything. It don't matter if that guy is not like a five star wrestler. Like, and I really liked the whole thing about look at what happens to somebody after I yeah, fight that's them. Yeah, a great idea. You know, my I might be staring up at the lights for the pin, but afterwards you feel like an asshole, you know, like that's cool stuff. Yeah. Do more yeah. with that. How do yeah. you not do? He's got a great head of hair now. He's too. got an amazing head of hair. Why did he like, ever shave he, that off? I don't know. Yeah, it was like, I don't know. I don't know. Just keep that. If I had a head of hair um, like that, I would never cut it off. Ever. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, dude, I'd be grown. I'd look like a like a lion, I'd look like a lion's mane, you know. Uh, yeah, no th theories. Th you're, you're right about theory too. I just see like, there's so much, I'll put it this way. There's so much more built in to cross at this point. than I feel there is an Austin theory. Austin theory is, he's kind of a, he's a, he's a, he's a really good meal with a lot of good ingredients, but you got to figure out how to put those ingredients together yeah, first. Yeah, you're yeah. like sitting there, you, you got your hello fresh thing, but you ain't got your card. You're like, wait, what do I do now? You got to figure it out. Cross is just sitting there, man. He's yeah. sitting oh, there ready to be served. He's ready to be served. Agreed. He's getting cold, though. He's getting cold. He is getting cold. They got to put him in the microwave, heat him back up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Otani here asks, would Drew Finn and JD splintering Judgment Day into two separate groups be an interesting story to tell? So you have Drew Finn and JD on one side, and then you have Priest, Dom, and Rhea on the other. Two warring factions. Priest, Dom, Rhea and Dom, Rhea, Finn, JD, and Drew McIntyre. Well, I I much prefer the Rhea Priest Dom side of things. I feel it's more likely that they're conspiring potentially to eventually kick Priest out, especially if he did, if he fails to cash in money at the bank, especially if Drew officially joins. Priest is awfully testy. And uh, he always seems to be, you know, it's like they're having a good time talking about pyramids. And then Priest comes in. He starts yelling at everybody. I know. And then Finn has to act like he's mad for him, you know. Well, then, and then Priest well, always has to act like, well, I, I, I should be the leader. Like he feels entitled to the leadership spot maybe because he has that briefcase and has a near guarantee that he's going to be champion at one point. But here's the thing, Priest. You ain't champ yet. You're not champ yet. And there's no, hey, he might think there's a guarantee. You know, it's 88 percent or something like success rate. I mean, it's a 12 percent failure rate. You could be one of those failures. If you extrapolate that out to like the last five Two. years, I wonder. I wonder what yeah, it's I feel like. like. Yeah, the odds are much lower. Drastic go down. Yeah, drastic go down. <laughs> they yeah. drastic go down. Numbers don't lie. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like like if dude, if I have to really think about it, if I got priest and money in the bank, or Drew McIntyre without money in the bank. Mm, I'm looking at the Scotsman. I really am. Because that dude, he's like a walking money in the bank. He I can't know. cash in any time, but he can win like every match and get there. Yeah. Yep. Priest, I don't know what his win-loss record is, but I don't feel like it's yeah, very he, great. Being like outside of Rhea, most members of Judgment Day have been booked fairly hapless. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, why right, Rhea's yeah. a leader. Mm, yeah. Oh, don't tell him that. Oh, I'll tell. You want don't a donut? Want. No. Rhea Ripley's leader Judgment Day. 
Jonathan Vieira said, uh, asked, will Damian Priest be in the main event scene post-cash-in, or will he land in the mid-card? I think it, it largely depends if he cashes in successfully or not. Obviously, he cashes in successfully, he's going to be the World Heavyweight Champ, and on the Raw, he'll be in the main event scene. Mm-hmm. If he fails, I, not much is going to change for him. In fact, he might get kicked out of Judgment Day. I think Triple H really likes Priest, and I feel like... He's gonna go. He's gonna try to do some cool shit with them. Yeah. Um. So I'm I I'm willing to bet that he will successfully cash in. Um. God, I I, I like Priest a lot too. I think that he's shown so much personality over the past six months. Yeah. Him, him yelling at JD all the time. Oh, it's great. It's so good. So I really do hope that you know it 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 becomes a success story. And the bottom line is you don't have Vince there. So, like, Triple H is going to do everything he can. If he cashes in successfully, he's going to do everything he can to make him feel like a big deal. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dylan here asks, who would you guys rather beat Gunther for the Intercontinental title? Chad Gable, Mm -mm. Jay Uso, Mm -mm. or Ilya Dragunov? Jay. Jay More than Ilya? Yeah. Yeah. I love Ilya, but he's an NXT champion. I care about that. I love no, dude. I love Ilya. I do. I, you know, we saw that story before. It was awesome. Um, but I'm sort of at the point where if it's Ilya, he's got to show up on main roster and make a make his case. And that case for whoever it is at this point has got to be a pretty extensive case to be made to beat Gunther, who I man, gosh darn it, man, he's so good. <laughs> He is a showman, not a professional wrestler. Uh, the best part, he was doing that with a smile on his face. He was. He was. He was having so much fun. Because he knew the boss would be happy about that. Yeah. Because of Mania 13 or whatever. Um, Jay Uso's story on main roster, he's been through so much. To have him beat Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship, that to me is everything. Because Gunther is the man. He is oh, yeah. the man. He's He's had this reign for you know whatever it is 500 days or whatever Mm -hmm. and he's had just killer match after killer match after killer match after killer match and to beat him in my opinion is on par with beating the tribal chief it really is not it's not on par but it's getting there that's why i'd love to see cody i'd love to see cody take that thing off him no it's not finishing the story don't you bother you see what gunther said about jeff jarrett yeah, praise. Oh man, awesome. Praise. Awesome. How can you not praise Jeff Jarrett? I know. Career he's had. Katra's, Katra's aligned. Come on. I popped yesterday. I was binging uh the first season of Star Trek Discovery. Uh-huh. Cuz like was I only watched there? it the one time. No, but there's a great part where uh, like Sarek is on there, you know, Spock's yeah. dad. Yeah. And uh he was using his Katra to communicate with somebody. Oh. And uh yeah, it was good stuff. I was like, "Oh, he's just said Katra." Uh, <laughs> I get your case for Jay Uso. I'd rather have Jay Uso beat Seth Rollins of World Heavyweight Championship. I think the story there is a bit more interesting. Sure, given Roman's failures and beating Seth the title matches. Mm-hmm. What well, Ilya's beat Gunther. I know it happened in the NXT UK. I don't care. He beat Gunther. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the story. Yeah, maybe take a couple months to to bring people on the main roster up to speed to to the rivalry that is Gunther versus Ilya. That's the best match option of all three of them here. Give me Ilya and Gunther. Like the it's probably the best match. It's probably hey Gable and Jey Uso are not chumps when it comes. No, to the I'm, they're no slouches. I'm not. That's no shade in their direction. But we've seen it. We've seen Ilya and Gunther put on not one but two five star matches. Do you imagine if they did that in like France? Well, they got or the pay per view in Berlin. Oh fuck, that's right. They got the Berlin pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Because you saw what they did in front of like nobody. Yeah. Imagine they did in front of yeah, hell. Literally people. nobody. There's nobody yeah, in that no, place. In nobody front of in that nobody. Place. There was nobody there. There was nobody there. Yeah. I think nobody. it just like did the cameras by remote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fantastic match. It was a fantastic match. I'm just saying, Gunther at this point, it's a different Gunther. It's a different time. Ilya needs to build his lore. Whoever, whoever beats Gunther needs a lore that's built for the ages. And Jey Uso's got that lore, man. We can both agree, not Chad Gable. No, not at this point. No. <laughs> uh, Alex Foster here says, who is a mid-card wrestler who might actually make a decent locker room leader considering he just tweeted about wanting longer matches for certain wrestlers? I'd say Dijak. Yeah, that's pretty cool of Dijak to 
to shout out a few NXT talents saying, want to see more of them. I thought that was pretty Oh, cool. I know. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, Mid-card wrestling. I mean, look, obviously, this is the caveat. We're not there. We don't fucking know. No, we don't know. <laughs> we could name somebody and they could be a complete prick. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but somebody who I think might be, I think that a mid-card wrestler. See, I don't consider, I consider Bailey like somebody who could be inserted into the main event scene at any time. She's a yeah, former, exactly. like. I know. So, I'm yeah, maybe not her, but like. Because the first couple names that popped in my head were Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, but they made the event at night one of WrestleMania, so not exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Having, um, uh, I I don't have a name in mind, but I feel like if somebody who's got who's a veteran, who's got a lot of experience, wrestled around the world, that comports themselves in the locker room as a good example, without so necessarily like making a point of telling everybody that they're the locker room leader. Not in WWE, like yeah, not in WWE, but I'm gonna say Roderick Strong. Good name, right? Like people come up to him and he does he he recreates his gif. He turns around. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> but yes, a name like Roderick Strong, someone who's yeah. been wrestling for twenty years, been all over the right. place. Yeah, probably yeah, been in every yeah, situation yeah. just about you can imagine a wrestler being in. Yeah, right. Yeah, that probably. Been. I'd imagine the Miz. You know, well, he's like not a mid carder, main event of WrestleMania, man. Bro, he is the most mid card guy. Nah, he's there a utility is. guy. He's he is the most mid card guy to ever main event WrestleMania. Still main event of WrestleMania. Nikhil here says uh, early predictions to who will make their debuts in next year's Royal Rumble. Maybe Jade. Maybe Jade Cargill. On the men's side, I'm gonna say no one. Yeah, I don't think Triple H likes rolling with. He, we're not gonna see any legends. He likes, and I love this about him. He yeah. rolls with the roster. He has the people because it mean that rumble spot means something to every single person and every single legend they bring in, or every single joke that Vince McMahon used to bring in. You know, oh, it's a gag. It's funny. It's made. No, nah, man, that's a spot that's being taken away from somebody on the roster right now, working their ass off. Uh, Stephen M. Smurf Galloway says, so with Chris Jericho as an obvious Colin Robinson. Colin Robinson. I'm, I'm glad that Stephen likes the, the Colin Robinson yeah. joke. Which other wrestlers, gimmicks, characters would you <laughs> say embody the three other main characters and what we do in the shadows? Stephen all says, right. for me, Daniel Garcia being pushed around by all his crews, but being the most capable person of those crews would be Prime Guillermo. Oh, what a great suggestion. I'm going to say... Oh, man. No, that's actually a really good one. Because I was about to say J.D. McDonough would be Guillermo, but he's kind of hapless. Like, he, he is just, hapless. He, he eats a lot, a lot. I mean, they always put him in there against, like, main event guys. Yeah. And he's always um, just so close. Mm-hmm. But, no, Guillermo is, like, a, he's the most capable person in his I'll career. Say, I'll say NXT Damian Priest for Laszlo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. What about Nandor? You really are the most devious bastard in all of New York City. <laughs> Matt Berry is just absolutely the oh, best. Oh, yeah. Gosh, who could be Nandor? Oh, Nandor, the relentless, sort of not the smartest guy in the world, but an absolute destroyer. I mean, like Braun Strowman, maybe? Because Braun Strowman, every once in a while, would have those moments where he would come off as kind of a, you know... Like, it was unintentionally funny when he would have, like, you know, a, a, a dipshit moment. Like, just breathing heavy, staring into the camera. That was his whole story with Shane McMahon, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Braun Strowman is Nandor, the Relentless. Because right, well, the Relentless, I'm not done with, I'm not finished with you yeah, yet. Yeah, I'm not finished with Braun you Braun Strowman is Nandor. All right, what about Nadia? Oh, man. Dude, I don't know if I can think of a good Nadia. All right. We'll think about that one. We'll, we'll think, think on that one. We, yeah. we'll get, we can lightning round a few more questions. Justin Sider asks, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dessert? I don't think there's much much debate here. It's the pumpkin, pumpkin pie. pie with freaking pumpkin. Cool Whip, baby. Cool Whip, that's the key. Put that Cool Whip. Hey, sometimes it's like, I'll have Cool with the side of pumpkin pie. You, you know what I you mean? You got that right. 
Yeah, man. Uh, David Batushek here back. asks, if you were to bring back an old wrestling stipulation, what would it be and how would you make it more modern? An old wrestling stipulation. Oh, man. I don't know. Name an old wrestling old wrestling stipulation, like the fucking five-hour shoot matches that are just called. Yeah, how would you make that more modern? Um, Let's have Brian Danielson in it. <laughs> he'll make it entertaining for five hours. <laughs> yeah, he'll make it entertaining. He would, yeah. Uh, Brent Darkhorse. Here, uh, what is a current or old belt everyone hates but you think was beautiful? Brett here, or Brett says uh, the New Japan TV title, which I know you like. Dude, that's my that's my A title on the on the planet right now. Wow. Oh, dude, yeah. Wow. That TV title, it's beautiful. It looks like a TV tray. Oh, it's amazing. It does. It does. Yeah. Like you could eat on it. You want a TV? Eat a TV dinner off there, don't you? But it's got that slick orange color for the belt. I think. Yeah. The the the, uh, the strap is nice. Oh, it's beautiful. I love that title. God damn it. Uh, Luis here says, how do your significant others feel about your nerd passions? Oh, dude. The, 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 you know, my wife, when we first started dating, the very first gift she got me was Star Trek 09 on DVD. And I didn't even tell her that I wanted it or, or ask for it or what. She was just out and about. She saw it. She was like, oh, he would like this. And when she gave it to me, I legitimately thought, I really love her now. <laughs> and I was like, I might want to marry this girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, she's all in on that Star Trek. I mean, she still gives me. Still, I'll be watching Star Trek in the middle of the day, and she'll be like, how many times have you seen this episode? I'm like, 75 probably. Yeah. 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 That's kind of the same thing with my wife. Is like, yeah, she might rib me a little bit about it, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Cat Dad 7 asks, what's a better rub for an up-and-coming wrestler beating Cena, who's had amazing dog barked, amazing wrestling career, or The Rock, who's more a more well-known name? I mean, at this point, I mean, like, everybody beats Cena, seemingly. Yeah. If you get a win over The Rock, that kind of seems like a deal. Well, considering The Rock, I'm telling you, this was so under, like, talked about, not, like, not very much talked about, I'm telling you, The Rock said everything except what it was when he was talking about doing the program with Roman Reigns. He he did not want to lose to Roman Reigns. He was going to beat him. Yeah, it seemed like it. it seemed like and it. like nobody talked about that. But yeah, when he no. was talking about it, he basically said, "I want to beat Roman. I it's going to be the beginning of a story." And we couldn't get on the same page. That means they did not want him to win, and Rock wanted to win because he was promoting Black Adam. Yep. Um, yeah, beating The Rock is like, that's rarefied air. Solo Sokoa just literally like murdered John Cena. Yeah, I know. I know. John I Cena's know. willing to do that shit for pretty much, no, I'm not going to say anybody. Yeah. But I mean, he did it for Austin Theory. Yeah, I know. So I'm saying. Kind of anybody at this point, yeah. you know. Uh, Blake Whitehouse here says, not a question, but I just want to say that it's weird watching those other channels. Other channels. Prediction videos and not see them use confidence points. I appreciate all the hard work you guys do. Why, thank you. Oh, dude, all the math we got to do here to go through. Hey, you know, puts in the hard work is Cody Miles. That guy comes up with the predictions forms, and he is, uh, you know, an absolute treasure. Absolutely. A treasure here at Going In Raw. Absolutely. Absolutely. A wizard with those Google forms. Yeah, it's like magic. Like it that's really I is. feel I like it's just like anything. the dark arts, you know? Yeah. That's, like, all, that's how that's all, all the, the spreadsheet stuff always felt to me. I don't understand all the formulas you put in there, so results just bang are there. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. It's weird. It's we got a smackdown scary. preview if you want if you want to talk about that before we sign off for the day. How about this? I'll do you one better. I'm not going to talk about it. Triple H is going to talk about it. The game is here with us. I don't know why. Why are you scowling? This is a major get for going on. We don't have scoops. conversation. All right, fine. <clears throat> well, maybe he'll give you pleasant conversation. I'm in a bad mood today. What do you want? Uh, I'm in Hi. no mood for pleasant conversation today. Uh, Hi, so, H. all right. We- oh no, you know, you know. I I look across the Zoom. The gulf, the the gulf of digital zoom, and I see that leathery face staring back at me, just so grumpy and tired, and it just makes me want to puke. It seems like we have that gut today, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna puke. What's got you down, Triple H? Oh, it's Friday. Which for normal people, but don't interrupt. For normal people, is like, oh yeah, it's a great thing, right? 
But for me, I got SmackDown tonight. We're still figuring out what we're going to do for Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we got the Survivor Series, the match beyond coming up uh, next weekend. Yeah. You got this pissed promotion AW with their thing coming up tomorrow in LA. And I'm like, oh, gosh. You know, like, I really wanted, I'll be honest with you, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I did buddy. I wanted Will Ospreay. But then AW snatched him up. Well, it's not official yet until pen hits paper. You know, there's always a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm not, I have no inside information, so. All right. Well, I mean, maybe I'll head down there. Maybe I'll take a tank down there and get Road Dog with me. Oh, wow. And see if our inside guy, Illy Bay Ungay, will uh, maybe enlist Ilway Osprey. How is this not even fair? His contract's not even up, but we can't tamper. But it's like, what? Oh. So their contract's coming up, and his contract's coming up in a couple of months, and, like, the AEW's just allowed to do this now? We can't even give, like, a formal offer sheet? Uh, no. I got I a lot of can't. cool things on the offer sheet. Uh, What'd you put on there? DX. He gets to join DX. He gets the, the IP. He gets to do whatever he wants with DX. Wow. Yeah, I see he did the United Empire's got green. DX green, same thing. This is more like a royal green, though. It's like a nice forest green. It uh, It is, like, the, the DX... It's more like Volta. More fluorescent, yes. Yeah, right. It's like Neon, very bright. if you will. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, you want to talk SmackDown tonight? What can we expect from the show? We're going to break down SmackDown preview. Triple H, I'm the game. My time. What do you keep looking at? Stop looking away from me. Oh, my dog's over here. Sorry. Oh, let me see Doug. Well, she's right there. I want to see Doug. Dog. Come hither. No, not interested. Sorry. Come on, bring the dog out, Dad. Well, I'm not going to get up in the middle of the... Here, t- here. okay, here she comes. Oh, here we go. There we go. Look at this. You go inside. You fit the little dogs in. Look at this little dog. Oh, it's so cute. I want that dog. That's such a cute dog. Look at that. She's sniffing your leathery face. Uh, yep. Licking your salty, leathery face. Uh, That's correct. Look at her. She's so cute. She's even growing like a little gray beard like yours, too. Look at yeah, that. It's so yeah, cute. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> she looks like you. Isn't it weird? Like, sometimes, like, dogs will look like their owners. I know. It's interesting, huh? You got a dog that looks like you. It's weird. Oh, my gosh. That's so cute. Anyways, All what right. can we expect from SmackDown tonight? Yeah, L.A. Knight. Boy, his, his star is on the wane, man. I tell yeah. you what. He peaked. That was his ceiling, and now he's going to take on the Bloodlines Jimmy Uso. Well, he should win this match. Jimmy's pretty hapless, right? He's gonna be, Jimmy Uso's going to eat one of them billionaire finger traps. I don't know, yeah. baby. Maybe not. I think like the Bloodline needs to get their shit together a little bit. That's true. Jimmy Uso he is him, Jim Uso, right? Him, Jim. Yeah, I think that's one way to put it. All right. And then also Bloodline, more Bloodline stuff. Solo Sokoa makes a dominant return. He's going to fight Rick Boogs. Uh, Are you going to bring Rick Boogs back just to lose? Hell no, that was a joke. I'm not bringing him back. All right. Dad loved that guy, though, because he was jacked. He had the dog peeing in your bed now. No, I was chewing on something back. You're chewing on one of your your positions because that's kind of funny. Yeah. what would the, what's sure the face you'd make if she was chewing on one of your possessions? Uh, well, I just say, uh, please don't chew on my possessions, dog. <laughs> Does she understand all that? Yeah, she would. I'd say in a very <laughs> even measured tone. She's like, okay, I will. I will cease the chewing of your possessions, and I will move on with my day. I will chew only bone. <laughs> what a very diplomatic house you have there. All right. Anyways, game out. Game over. Was that a pleasant conversation? Yeah, well, he, he was grumpy, and then uh, I brought I brought May up, and and that seemed to brighten his day. What a fascinating! So he was grumpy, but then you brought the dog out, and yes. he was and he was Ironic, happy, isn't it? Right? Yeah, poetic, if you will. Mm. Dog, dogs growling and barking on the floor might be a, a good time to wrap up the show, Steve. Probably be a good idea. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Hopefully, you'll join us tomorrow for full gear from the forum. We won't be at the forum. No. The show will be at the forum. We'll yes. be here watching on pay-per-view, so join us for that. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. 
when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.